Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, Halflings! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Hello, my name's Olivia Kennedy, but you can call me Liv. Thank you. Woo-hoo. And Jeremy Cobb, but Daryl Bailey calls me the Cobb Codex, which is a reference that will make sense if you listen to No Small Roles. It's actually a great reference. Nice. And if you're not listening to No Small nice. Roles, go give it a listen. It's a great show. Why, why, why not? Why not? Yeah, Jasper and I have both been on it. Describe. I think that's a ah, really that cool have, name, actually. Have. I really like that. So, yeah. 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 No Small Roles yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. They're lovely people as well. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's great. It's nice. great. Uh, Grace was even in Slow Down Showdown from, uh, from that show. Hey, oh, there we go. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, we are here to discuss uh, a video game uh, that uh, apparently a couple people have played. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, a few people played It's this. a pretty small, um, obscure release. It's a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, pretty. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Stick your teeth into me! genuinely confused as to what was happening i was like is liv having an asthma attack is that like do we get an inhaler i've got an inhaler i can i just kind I can of probably like provide. it in a normal amount in a normal amount of life just a normal amount yeah totally normal, normal amount so liv, why are you sweating like, why are you sweating so hard <laughs> not, don't worry about that that's just my natural state Liv, the room is filling up with sweat. Oh, don't look at the room. <laughs> is that biscuit swimming past you? No, wow, biscuit okay. out of this here. Is... <laughs> Liv, are those the characters from this game on posters? Why are they all nude? Don't Why do you have nude, nude posters, posters of all the NPCs? No. <laughs> also, how watertight is this room that you created? Yeah. Impressive. Is, is that my no PC? That, what? Why do you have no. a nude photo of Dennis Coltspring on your wall? <laughs> don't look at my nude photo. I turned off nudity. In my game. You turned off nudity? Oh my god. Because I'm streaming it. I didn't want to oh, yeah, upset fair. Twitch. Yeah, fair. Oh, I have a story. Fair. Actually, no, I won't tell the story because I I was thinking of this is just a little side plug. I wanted to do a little a little Patreon exclusive where I talk about the sexy scenes in Baldur's game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that if, if there's ever a reason to head over to Patreon, that yeah. is the reason. So mm-hmm. that's it. Uh live. Uh little little solo part about sexiness in uh in Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, Title: oh, Baldur's Gay. 
Baldur's Gate! Baldur's Gate threesome. Baldur's Gate threesome. I'm perfect. I'm gay. Yes. I'm, I'm Baldur. <laughs> Sorry, I said I'm gay, but yeah, it still stands. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> Baldur. Uh, yes. uh, but no, we are here to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our reactions to the game. We've all been playing it, um, and some of us have been streaming it, and uh, we are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the reaction. Obviously, we're going to talk about some of the uh, things that people have pointed out in reference to the game um yeah. and generally discuss uh, all of that whilst uh, uh hopefully having a having a fun old time yeah. over this uh relatively expansive game mm-hmm. that uh i like truly it blew my mind when they po- mm-hmm. when larian posted the the sat about an opening weekend it was played for a collective 1225 <laughs> years yeah that's insane that's like that, that's, that's the wild right yeah 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 that's yeah, so yeah, yeah. and most of the people spent most of that like i want to know what percentage of years was spent swapping underwear at, at, at your camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> putting different outfits on sorry like i genuinely not just swapping underwear (laughs) swapping underwear well i mean to be fair they did say that the average person spent over it like an hour and a bit on character creation i was like yeah Yeah. we all know the bit that took 20 minutes you know (laughs) what i mean it's a very important decision (laughs) i don't know what it wasn't rolling stats put it that way (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i will say as well i started off with very like positive vibes going into this i will say even though i love the game i i'm not afraid to look at it critically so like that's something Mm. that we're going to be doing during Mm. This episode, but it's still gonna be fun. And I think, but I think this is something that is kind of uh, important and something that we, you know, uh, I think is there's even larger topics in here, which is like, how do you interact with media when there is problematic elements? Because there is very likely going to be a situation over the next, you know, however long, in which most media you interact with is going to have like some people are going to have issues. There's going to be some like problems with it, Mm -hmm. and it's like, how do you kind of uh based you know talk about these things how you handle these things i was literally having a discussion the other day with someone um about the fact that like so many people within the uk especially people my age Mm. like 50 percent of their personality for a long time was harry potter and it's like Mm. that genuinely feels like there's been a like uh, there's like a gaping hole cut out of some people who are just like I guess I gotta hide all this Harry Potter stuff in my house. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's like such a weird conundrum. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, we can dig into that a little bit here, but I definitely mm-hmm. think that's part of a broader discussion of just like generally interacting with, you know, media where there's going to be these issues. Because I yeah. think that it's kind of hard to have any kind of like, mm-hmm. abs- like spectacularly big budget thing that does it, that is just like perfectly sensitive mm-hmm. and is everything is swimmingly great yeah. and lovely it's, you know what i mean there's gonna be people like, mad about every single thing though that's, like, that's true, what i mean but... people are gonna get mad people are gonna get mad especially like mm-hmm. until twitter uh blows up at finally yeah. people are gonna get mad like I mean, we just need to with you know. harry potter as well just just to say because like it, it's, i think a big part of it for me because I, I i was a harry potter kid like big time like i i my mm. life shifted completely when i went on to pottermore and it told me i was a ravenclaw instead of a gryffindor that's it level of 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 hype wow. I was about. that is a big that's a big change yeah yeah fair, for real change. i was like who am i you know but um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like literally seeing this is a different uh, topic altogether but like my trans brothers and sisters and 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 trans siblings said hey 
this hurts us and i was like okay no then so like yeah so but mm. i think because it's, it's like tough. giving money directly to someone who is being awful i think there are like yeah different levels you know and it's mm. it's, it's very interesting it's definitely. discussion maybe we should talk about that it's, yeah in a yeah moment, in yeah the, i think it's i think it's worth a larger conversation for, for sure. me the harry potter thing there's certainly like you in my youth you mm. absolutely can look at a point where like you separated into pre-harry potter and post-harry potter because mm. it it was a pretty seismic thing Cultural, like, but i yeah, yeah it, mm. and, and also yeah in all of in the all of uh children's literature it's pre-Harry Potter and post-Harry Potter. It yeah. transforms the yeah, landscape. Yeah. New B- yeah. New York Times bestseller lists were created because of those books. Yeah, children's uh, books mm. created, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but I had kind of, I felt like I'd kind of outgrown it, honestly, by the time I was an adult. Like, I I, I was obsessed I and super into me. it. But once the book <laughs> series was over, I had always kind of thought the movies weren't as good. Uh, mm. But I think, I think that, I think, just just to jump in personally personally i think a lot of that stems from like growing up as a fantasy like nerd because i think that Mm. anyone who's like into fantasy will quickly see how flawed a concept harry potter is and like all a lot of the problems and things that just don't really stack up Mm -hmm. i'm talking about for like the casual people who like the main fantasy thing they've interacted with in their whole life has been harry potter Mm. and like absolutely still want to go to like harry potter world and mm. you know buy harry potter mugs and yeah. like show their kids the harry potter films yeah, yeah stuff I, like I that guess. like i, I, mean, I just never thought that was but... past the first movie i just never thought they were that good i hated the third oh, no, one that, no, like... no that's completely fair but i'm just saying i i think that for a lot of people anyway yeah we i think have that, a, that a that's a very valid topic that we can we can <laughs> okay. absolutely do a whole i didn't want to hear what i was saying but all right what was it yeah um, I basically was trying to say that for my perspective on it was different because I had kind of moved past it at that point, uh, in part because I'd read other fantasy stuff that I thought was better, but it's not like I thought Harry Potter was bad. I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do other stuff now. <laughs> like I was like, oh, look, <laughs> movies that are good movies. Uh, I started watching those. <laughs> like it wasn't even just yeah. fantasy. It was just like, yeah, these were really good. I enjoyed them. Uh, now that I'm older and I've seen people point out some of the flaws, I'm like, oh yeah, there were problems mm-hmm. with that. All right, yeah. but like when the tr- yeah. when 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 uh, J.K. Rowling tried to be a transphobe, my mm-hmm. experience of it was more like, well, I I already wasn't really giving money to this, so I I guess I just won't go on the Harry Potter tour in London. And uh, if they come out with more stuff, I just won't go see the Fantastic Beasts. Oh no, I won't go see that trash series <laughs> it's already. So bad. Like, it's so, so bad. bad. It's so, so bad. So yeah, for it's, me, it's really I, I can't. So I can't fully relate in that particular mm-hmm. way, but I do acknowledge that. Yeah. Like, and this is as somebody for again for whom it was a massively formative mm-hmm. thing. Uh, that I had to yeah. defend from. I had to spend my youth defending it uh, from other Christians who were like, mm. but it's evil. And I'd be like, but you don't understand. Um, and now, <laughs> oh, ironically... Jeremy's so cute. <laughs> all, ironically, those Christians are now like, yeah, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I bet they love oh, her. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, that's fun. That's, that's... Oh, I mean, sorry, I meant horrible. No. Um, but yes, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, wow. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to... Do you want to... Uh, I'll, I'll jump in a, a little bit here yeah. because I uh, was was very fortunate enough to go to the uh, like a kind of a pre-launch event. Very happy for you, Jasper. Uh, but in Ghent. my God, Larian, please next time. I would love a next time. <laughs> let us know. Um, yeah, I was I was very very fortunate to get to spend a couple of days out in Ghent and uh, spend some time with some wonderful uh, kind of other like TTRPG creators out there, uh, which was 
uh, just a real a real fun time uh we we did like a little tour we got to get some hands-on hours with the game and <laughs> truly it was so funny the difference in the experience from the creators like the content creators to the journalists the journalists <laughs> were like bullet sweating like absolutely speed running as much of the game as they humanly yeah, could yeah. <laughs> making furious notes like absolutely like they were running all over again they had their laptops i saw them in coffee shops just mm. furiously mm. typing away <laughs> trying to write up as much as they could from memory about mm -hmm. all the things you know what i mean and then all, the, mm. all of us content creators are just like swanning around going on boat <laughs> tours <laughs> taking little videos <laughs> like it, wow. it just couldn't I'm like i just spent the whole time this. just being like <laughs> look at me i'm a silly little content creator oh i made a halfling <laughs> how much fun <laughs> and i can just see them looking over at me like absolutely bitch. Get fucked, dude. <laughs> yeah I get fucked. it was so funny uh, um so that was that was uh, uh, uh enjoyable but also got to talk to uh some of the dev team uh i'm still kind of working on trying to get one or two of them to come on the show mm. uh just because i think it would be interesting to hear their uh thoughts on like you know the response to the game yeah, how popular sure. it's been so maybe some of the criticisms as well um but uh yeah i i'm still 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 working away on that but mm. had a really really cool time uh uh, doing that and it was a very fun uh it was a very fun event and getting to see the kind of also getting kind of hands-on to see the scope of this game for the first time was just like mm -hmm. slightly bananas honestly i just picking it up and, and in those three hours and i suddenly was like oh oh i did not have a clue what this game was until right like do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i i thought i knew mm -hmm. but like i feel like until you play it I, I don't know if you guys can testify to this but like until you actually play it you're like oh oh no this is huge this is really yeah. And I, this is really big. This is really, really big. I mean, I um, knew that. Like, that's my first of, impressions. But yeah, go. <laughs> I, I, I was just gonna. I, I know that. Like, um, so it's be, it'd been out for like, uh, like two years, I think, maybe. Uh, on early release, early access, yeah. And I've had early it access, like sorry. since since then, like since it came out mm -hmm. on early early access. Um, and I've been through the ups, the downs, this and that and the other. I've played it through. <laughs> I like the game a lot, gang. I played it through at least ten times with different characters. Like oh, wow. up until Did, was the yeah. whole game available back then? Like you could no up until like the it was like the first act basically. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so every time I got to that point, I would just be like, <laughs> "When is the rest uh... of it coming out?" Um, so <laughs> like yeah, but I knew I uh, like uh, I knew a lot of people who were like, "Oh no, I'm just gonna wait until the full release to get it," which is this, you know a sane thing to to do <laughs> rather than just torture yourself. Um, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So I like I've been chomping at the bit for for years basically. So this is this is big time, big time for live. Yeah, mm. <laughs> big time, big time for live. For Jeremy? me, I wasn't even gonna buy this game because I watched clips, including some of yours, uh, live way back in the day, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, it's racist." <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Like that was literally I watched a bunch of clips and like in the comments people were like, Man, I really like how brutal the drow are in this game. Like they're, they're yeah. so bad, even the goblins are scared of them. And I was like, Yeah, this doesn't really seem like my yeah. thing. That's uh, not really how yeah. I play the game. I'm good. Uh and just wasn't gonna do it. Cause I was like, all right, fine. It sounds good. Have fun, everybody. But then it yeah. came out and everybody was like, yo, this game's incredible. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, is it actually yeah. good? Like, hmm. is it, is, there's other stuff to hmm. appreciate about it. And so, and I never played a Baldur's Gate game before. The closest I'd come no. was Knights of the Old Republic, which steals a lot of the, uh, well, I guess uses, not really steals, but just blatantly uses Baldur's Gate, maybe two, Baldur's Gate one or two mechanics. Hmm. Um, I think I right. said on the show before, that was the first time I ever heard the phrase saving throw and had no hmm. idea what they were talking about. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, yeah. So I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. Let's play it. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty great. 
I'm mm-hmm. really yeah. enjoying this. It is also still yeah. racist. Uh, it is. And that's <laughs> but, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But as a game, <laughs> yeah. as a game, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I think it's uh, pretty impressive that the degree to which they managed to reproduce a version of the D and D five E experience in experience, a video game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. it feels like taking part in some kind of D and D campaign, except yeah. it's what you would have all, what at least what I would have always wanted, which is to get to see really cool versions of the characters doing the cool things yeah. um, doing certain things yeah it, it does like the tabletop elements in terms of like gridding out combats and figuring out distances it's much more exacting than almost any table can be with mm. that stuff yeah. it's mm-hmm. rough being a rogue trying to hide and getting it wrong oh. is just like no yes so brutal that <laughs> aspect of the game i think is really interesting in how much more strict it is and how much mm. how basically unwilling it is to sort of like let people get away with stuff like can i well, hide there's no here? rule of cool sure. right there's no rule yeah, of cool sure. yeah like the that the, the, you know that doesn't really exist exactly um, mm-hmm. i'm wondering whether we should just dive straight in at the top here yeah. uh you know we can talk about some of the criticisms of the game because mm. then i think we can save uh the kind of things that we enjoyed about the game until the end yeah, nice um, round off. just so we can we can we can end it on a on a, on a light note because i think it is kind of also feels slightly weird to be like Oh, we've mentioned the stuff, the fact that it's racist. Now we're going to talk about why we love it. And then we're going to talk about the other stuff. So I think just to dive in, I think that ultimately, you know, uh, maybe as a starting point here, a lot of the issues within this game can't be removed from or part of the issue. Like, yeah, it can't, Mm -hmm. you you can't separate it from the fact that it's based on the Forgotten Realms Mm -hmm. and it is based on this original kind of very classic D&D style adventure. And I think probably also shows that there's been some i think what feels so jarring about it right is the fact that it's there has been and you know as we've said multiple times much slower than we'd like it to be there has been a a kind of a swing you know in terms of making D feel like more of a rounded game Mm -hmm. you know and taking out some of the problematic elements so to then kind of have them kind of steered back back. in in (laughs) such a kind of brutal actual on-screen way in the form of dialogue and lines you know, I think the drow example, I remember that being one of the very first topics we ever discussed mm-hmm. back in 2020 when we started this show, you know, about the kind of drow people, how they're portrayed. You know, I think to have that so blatantly then on screen. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of interested to get your 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 take on this because there's been a, I think one interesting element of this is the fact that this game went in development six years ago, yeah. right? And the, the kind of... Uh, where we are now versus where we were six years ago, very different places, even just within the media world and the kind of conversations that we have mm. around a lot of these things has moved on drastically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like back in 2020, we were one of the few people that were having these conversations and I feel like they're happening. They just ha- they happen like, mm-hmm. you know, very, very openly mm-hmm. now. The fact that, you know, as we'll reference some of the like threads and things, that happened on Twitter. No, I'm not calling it X. No, stupid. never, ever. Um, uh, you know, the, some of the threads we're talking about, like the fact that they go viral now and get this much discourse around them, uh, I think is a testament to the fact that, we've, that we are having these conversations, you know, much more publicly, yeah. much more openly mm. than we did back in 2017, mm. 2018, 2019, you know, even 2020. Um, so in that respect, so like, what's it's your nice reaction? to see 
a little bit, but like still not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah but I think, but it's but it's illustrating the point, right? That is mm-hmm. like for what I'm saying is that for me, it feels like it's illustrating the point that like how like th- that we have moved on, even if it's not wizards that have moved on. I'm talking about even just mm-hmm. as a TTRPG community, yeah. we've moved on. That it feels so glaring to be like, oh, I would say the stuff back in. I would say elements. Yeah have moved on mm. i don't oh, think yeah, the community the as a whole has moved oh no on. there's a whole section oh no, no, no absolutely not. not care we can guarantee that yeah sure. um, and i i don't know if the i i'd have to speak to the developers but i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say this game was made in belgium i don't think they would have cared that much even if they started in 2020 I really don't mm. think th- this is the King Leopold II Belgium that we're talking about here. <laughs> this is the King Leopold II and the people I looked it up uh, afterwards because I, I didn't realize who made this game. I was like, Larian, OK, I don't know who that is. All right. Mm. I've never played any of their games. Mm. Cool. Good for them. And then people are like, well, you know, the developers did this. And Jasper, I was talking to you and you had mentioned that the developers had mm. said, had indicated that there were maybe things that they would have changed. You didn't really go into specifics, but you'd said that at that at the meeting that they were like, oh, yeah, maybe would we would have done things differently had had we started making the game now but th- those yeah. things were a problem then it's not like they it's not like it started being racist in 2020 it's it was a problem when no, it was no, created no, no yeah yeah of course yeah this uh, the ultimate well, issue the, is it, it, ignorance yeah. and to an extent i don't think unless people had complained about it that they would have even said much i'm guessing i'm mm-hmm. guessing unless unless they saw people saying hey it's kind of messed up then yeah. they like here's here's an example here's i'm gonna i'm gonna make a i'm gonna t- uh, take a position it is not in my opinion a problem to include fantasy racism in a game inherently the okay. problem comes when you just include it just so you basically have people to hate and so you can be like oh yeah they're bad they don't do it in any like you can have that as an interesting plot point uh, mm-hmm. that there's oh there's a group of people who are discriminated against for various reasons but within that there needs to be at least the possibility of a storyline that says oh we're fighting against that though it's like oh okay so tieflings are hated because somewhere in their ancestry uh, there's some sort of devil Infinal involved Lexi. or as yeah. some people have made the argument in recent D- uh, Forgotten Realms lore a group of tieflings uh, had dragged part of Faerun into Avernus so hmm. a group of terrorists pulled off a move that killed a bunch of citizens and now all of the people of that group are looked yeah. at harshly is hmm. there any real life parallel that we can look at here that might be able to give us an idea idea of how we could approach this storyline. Maybe we introduce, it doesn't have to be somebody you engage with, but maybe the existence of a tiefling rights movement. Literally Mm -hmm. anything that's like, why are tieflings not like, hey guys, we don't like being treated this way. Let's Mm -hmm. get together and do something about it. We have all these other guilds. Why can't we have like an anti-racism guild? Why is it that- Genuine question, Jeremy. Just just, just double check. I, I, I don't know if this is just me. Um, is anyone not like looking at the people who persecute the tieflings in like a harsh light? Because I, I went into it, I was like, oh, we're supposed to hate the people who are persecuting the tieflings, right? Like, but I some don't... of those are your allies. Some of those, like, some of the people who are openly saying slurs against them are people that you can ally yourself with. Your allies are racist mm-hmm. against each other. Yeah. No, I, I, that, well, that is true. That is true. The whole, and like, it's not like the, go- the game up. criticizes slaughtering yeah. all the goblins necessarily. The goblins are mm-hmm. still pretty much treated as like, nah, they're all bad. You just oh yeah, that, mm. that they're all just is bad a, and dumb. Yeah, 
Yeah. That sucks. That does like, suck. I know. And it ain't just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's mm-hmm. it, the draft, like there's, there's the possibility to be one of the good ones, mm-hmm. but that's not, it. that's not yes. really. Especially yeah. later on in the game. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but like, basically there is a group that is fully hated the whole, whole time. Definitely like supposed to be, you know, just never, yeah, never, uh, uh, no redemption. And then it's like, oh, but this one, this one's okay though. Okay. Yeah, and that doesn't make it any better to me. To me, what would make it interesting is if there's, if you're going to use that, introduce at least the possibility of a storyline that directly addresses it and says, hey, the people who exist, like, maybe not all goblins are like that. Like, maybe there's a section of goblins who are reformists. (laughs) Yeah, maybe there's a group of anarchist goblins who are trying to bring down the established order and are like, we don't like the way that things are run. We don't Mm -hmm. like what Maglubiate is trying to get us to do. Like, we're breaking with that. I, to me, that just makes the story more interesting. If you are just just like sort of eyes closed, introducing all of that and just be like, yeah, it's just they're just racist. That's just how it is. That's that's I would call that racist. I would just call that I a think, racist. Yeah, thing. yeah, I, I, I can I completely agree. And I think that it's like but I think it, I think for me, what what when I look at this and I look at the conversations around this, it feels like exactly the same conversations that we were having about D&D in 2020. Yeah, yeah. where we were saying all of this stuff about people being a monolith and, you know, treating people in a way that is, you know, like dehumanizing or, you know, like all of those tropes, I feel like are housed, like get housed within this game. And I think mm-hmm. what is interesting or what kind of feels, uh, uh, I don't know, like what, what like doesn't sit right with me is like, I think like you said, Jeremy, is like, I can see the idea that you have a blind spot and that you don't, mm-hmm. Uh, in the same way that we felt like back in 2020, there was a lot of games that were bu- that were brought out that people had blind spots, etc. But it then feels like, well, okay, you you know, you probably had then a, what another two in the last two three years, these conversations would have been extremely prevalent within the community. So to them, not like I said, it's not about necessarily cutting any of that stuff or taking it out of the game. But like you said, Jeremy, like have there be a presence of the counterpoint mm-hmm. within the game or at least like an acknowledgement within the game that makes yeah. it feel more purposeful as opposed to just sort of thrown in there by, you know, as uh, like you said, as like arrogant, like ignorantly, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. show that there's an awareness. I think that it actually kind of stems back to something that we were sort of slightly talking about uh, before the episode, which is that it does just still feel like there's a, we're, you know, we're back in this place post 2020 where it's really difficult to have conversations with certain groups of people when you're bringing up issues of race because they just mm. goes into like immediate like defensive stance mm. and so it yeah. almost feels a bit like Falarian. what it was was like they could put in that kind of counterpa- counterbalance stuff but then for them i think in their heads they're like oh but then we're opening up the conversation to and then and then that's wrong. drawing attention to the racism stuff that we didn't necessarily mm-hmm. think we were putting in there at the time and so i can already imagine how they t- t- like span themselves in circles mm. thinking about it and then just ultimately doing mm. the worst thing which was nothing yeah. you know what i mean like but they did know they were putting it in there they used the same text that in the in the description of the tieflings even it says mm. like oh yeah everybody hates them it doesn't literally say that but it's like suspicion people no, 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 look suspicious no, no no but what mm. i'm saying is that what i'm saying is the point that we made back in 2020 is it's like these this was just like the accepted norm of fantasy yeah until we started having these conversations mm-hmm. more broadly and pointing out to people that's when things started to change. Things didn't change before we, you know, before generally, mm-hmm. we, like, commu- the started community taking, started like, a really... Look at them. Yeah. Like, hard, take, okay. Yeah, exactly. And being like, this isn't acceptable. That's why, like, you know, what I mean? you know, and it's like, 
like regularly the people who have played D for years and years will just be like oh why are you changing it now because like a, you know it's because like it's had a ward a, a broader uh, like look from a bunch of people have been like actually this is bad um but another point yeah, I will make more people coming into space yeah yeah another point that i'll make which is a shame is because there are things that like uh larian has done that re- really fu- really fucking great like for example um there's no homophobia to mm-hmm. be seen in this world and that's fantastic mm. and makes me feel so great oh, and like there's so I much saw representation the most fabulous great yeah i saw the most fabulous thing the other day which was uh it was like a thread about this dude who was complaining about the fact that he can't there's no option to turn off men hitting on him just like <laughs> unwarranted in the street and i was like yo Bruh. that's that's really that's funny. that's good Bruh. that's really funny like he was like it's like it makes me feel so uncomfortable oh, the it? fact that like oh, i'll just be walking man. down the street and like i'll it's get catcalled cat but, like he literally said oh, i was wow. like what are you? like the fact that you can't you. see this oh, is did you feel it's crazy like, for me did you feel like uh dehumanized and like an object and did you wow uh, like, like an object wow okay but yeah no it's he like, was like i think he even said i even tried making an ugly character so it wouldn't happen i was just like <laughs> hear yourself like please have some self-awareness like please trust my guy like you are the problem my guy so wild but yeah in terms of like like the the they've done so well in terms of like just like making it like normalized as well within the game that mm-hmm. like there are people who are gay there you know there are people who are not straight and it and mm-hmm. also just having every npc be like romanceable regardless of what gender you pick mm-hmm. uh is fantastic can so you it's also just, be it's non-binary explicitly you like you would be, literally just choose yeah. your character and yeah. still have you whatever body you want exactly yeah and you can customize things completely you can have whatever set of genitalia you want with whatever like you know voice you have with physique whatever or, physique and, you yeah, have. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's perfect, and it's like it's such a shame that they do so well in one front, but then completely neglected another. You know, so. mm-hmm. I think that's what that, that's what feels kind of interesting to me is the fact that it does seem to handle like that side of the game, like you know, better. Like it then makes me. That's why I kind of feel like honestly, what I feel like it is, and I kind of get so bored of saying this because it like I don't want it to make it sound like an excuse because I'm I like I feel like I've said it so many times that. I think it's almost worse at this point mm. is it just kind of feels like a little bit lazy, right? It's like, yeah. Oh, we just took the, we just took the D and D text and we just copied and pasted it in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Without like really doing any investigation. Yeah. Cause I can't help but feel like the people who were like making the conscious choice to allow you to be non-binary in this game. Mm. were also just happy looking at the tiefling yep. descriptor and being yeah. like, cool. Especially I'm happy with that. as they were trying to Which distance sucks. themselves from D and D as well. Like Larian have been like, Oh, we are not, like you know it's it's like the same system but we're not under wizards of the coast and it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too yeah you know yeah absolutely absolutely and i think and i I do think that is an interesting you know because like like like, as jeremy alluded to when we were at the event there was sort of not absolutely there wasn't any kind of um and i don't want to like run the risk of misquoting anyone it was just more of an impression that i got um but like there was a multiple references to the to the fact that you know this game was started six years ago Mm. they effect it was like a self-funded uh effectively like game that wasn't attached to any sort of big studio and and they actually kind of uh sort of paid for the rights to like make this based on Mm. D &D. Mm. um and i think that but they did kind of make reference to the idea they were like what we feel like we've done with the game is is kind of prove the the concept and that hopefully now it will allow us to expand out into and they literally i, I again i could be misquoting but mm. the way i interpreted it was like they were like more interesting 
you know, areas culturally and do you know like mm. they were saying things like that kind of which for me very much felt like they were drawing you know they were they were very aware of the fact that this just looks like mm-hmm. you know this just looks like medieval europe mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, extensively and a lot of the there's a there's a there has been elements added which try to kind of sear into other places it's just that i just don't think they did enough like mm. anywhere anywhere close to enough and like yeah i just Again, honestly, it just feels like a shame because, mm-hmm. like, this game is brilliant, and like, yeah, I yeah. would just love to be somewhere other than Europe for a bit. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Like, it would be fantastic. The <laughs> thought has also uh, hit me as well. Like, obviously, I am not condoning like there being an element of racism and slavery at all. Uh, I I wonder how people who have never experienced the emotions you experience when being kind of like um, othered, like, feel. Mm. Uh, obviously, it's through the medium of, of a video game, so it's not the same. But if you're playing a tiefling yeah. as as like a like a white person, a white cis person who has never experienced that, mm-hmm. I wonder if it like strikes you at all. Just like, huh, that sucks. I hope it does. I hope it's like you get an element, like a teeny weeny, you know, element of like. Hmm. I feel like most white dudes probably just get a hero complex out of it. That's true. Like, yeah, the whole world's against me, yeah, and I'm gonna be so right. all edge lordy and just kill everyone or something. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with uh, what's his face. Uh, oh, what's his name? The most famous D and D character ever, that, whose name I can't even remember. Oh yeah, Drizzt. Yeah. Oh, Drizzt. Drizzt. He's Drizzt. the one good yep. guy. Like <laughs> he's the one good yeah. drow. Uh, yeah. Who then's yeah. like, fine, I'm going to cast off my people and be my solo drow oh, self who tries to I, save. Yeah, it's the same thing. I meant to say as well, well I- with the drow issue, um, something that I, so later on in the game, once again, no spoilers, uh, there are, you can go to a brothel mm-hmm. and the, and uh, the, the people who are there might be some, well, I mentioned drow. There are some drow characters <laughs> that you can, um, you know, you can pay. Yeah, if you want to get a full breakdown of this, if you want to get a full breakdown of this, make sure you'd head to patreon.com. You could could go to a brothel and pay to sleep with some of the employees there, and some of them are drow. Exactly, yes. But like the. it, it, it's just it's fetish it's fetishized fetishization of drow which oh. is just like it's it's like hmm when you think about it that way hmm yeah hmm, that's think, interesting hmm. like and I then was, it's like yeah. and then you go to their room and it's like oh yeah the flavors of the underdog and it's like oh okay oh cool the flavors yeah like, when you start saying flavors like, i'm like oh. <laughs> I, I might be misquoting take that with a, a pinch of salt but i was like Oh, okay. Like, imagine if, like, imagine if, imagine if, if I was if I was a sex worker and then like and I took you to my room and it was like full of like Caribbean stuff, just like, oh, welcome to the Caribbean. I was literally gonna say, you know, it's like, literally like, if, like that's like me running a brothel and they like yeah. tastes of Zimbabwe. Yeah, like, exactly. just, yeah. Would you no, like to drink nah, from the coconuts? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like these cocoa nuts. exactly. That's horrific. Just, it's wild. I was just saying with my uh, my character, just looking at Shadowheart, like maybe we shouldn't do this, but then like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we did. That's um, and I, Patreon. I just want to say, I don't think that Belgium. To clarify, I don't think that Belgium is like the worst place on earth. I don't think they're even the most racist place on yeah. earth. Essentially, what I'm saying is, if you if you're not familiar with what King Leopold II did in in the Congo, look it up. Uh, because that man, if colonialism was a competition to be the most brutal, he won. Uh, Mm. I don't think he's been surpassed. And Mm -hmm. my understanding from the research that I've done is that most Belgian people are not taught in detail, in any real sort of detail about what he was doing in the Congo. And I... 
I'd have to look up the demographics, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, based on my experiences traveling to a number of different nations in Europe, I'm going to go ahead and guess Belgium, probably not the most racially diverse place on earth. Uh, It's probably almost overwhelmingly one color. And I think that... Thus, there's probably a lot of just like, oh, it didn't even occur to me. Or, oh, that's a problem from over there. That's like an American Mm -hmm. issue. Oh, they have their, it's never a, so that's part of why I'm like, the last time Belgium went to Africa, it wasn't good. (laughs) I'm mm-hmm. glad they stayed in Europe. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think it's good that they stayed in Europe for this game because the last time we did it, it did not. If you've ever read the book Heart of Darkness, it was inspired by King Leopold II's activities Ooh. in Congo. Uh, oh. that's, w- that's what that was inspired by. It was not mm. just like, it wasn't even the British. So I'm like, I just, I j- look at it as like, I don't, I don't expect them to really be that much better. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel fine saying, yeah, this is bad. And they could have done it better. Like, I, I do agree that you could just not include those elements at all and mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. would be better for most people. But at the very least, if you're going to include them, do it in a way that's actually interesting and do it in a way that that there's a story to it and people can, like, engage with it. Like, say you're playing a character who is discriminated against. Maybe there are a lot of dialogue trees for people being like, hey, wow. I've never really been friends with somebody like you before, but I see now that I'm hanging out with you. People are saying some wild stuff. And you know what? Even I said some yeah. stuff earlier. I'm sorry. Like that wasn't, that's not, yeah. I'm really sick. That's, that's literally exactly what I was thinking because I was like, I do feel like, I feel like that would have been the more interesting choice from Lamarian if they'd have like, if they'd have acknowledged the, the elements within the game, like mm-hmm. within the source material that they were working with, mm-hmm. that they were already four years into development and therefore wasn't exactly like, a, you know, they couldn't back out now and be like, oh, we're going to call it P&P or like, you know I mean? just like, mm-hmm. like with, it's based on something entirely different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the more interesting thing would have been like to actually address it and be like, you know, have like you said, like have characters discuss things in a different way, or yeah, um, yeah, and or like give the, have the ability the for you to yeah, have the ability for you to turn around to uh, you know, someone and say, hey, that like that completely out of order, and if they have a problem with it, cool, we can fight about this. Like, I'm happy, <laughs> I'm happy to fight some racists. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I'm down to do that in a game. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but then, I, but I think that it's, I do think that you would also, even with that example, run into the same issues of like. I want to play a video game and this isn't the stuff that I want to engage with when I play a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, but I think that that is also just kind of part and parcel with making media, yeah. like making anything, you know, we've had discussions when creating stuff like that, like, you know, we've, we've literally had discussions when discussing our actual play being like, there's a certain point where we can't like content warning, we can, everything. content warnings or whatever. Like there's a point, there is a point where it's like, well, we want to make the art because we feel like we have something to say, or there is some, there's some point to it. I think that ultimately is the issue is it just maybe doesn't feel like there's a point to any of this. It feels like it was in there and it's like, Oh, cool. You know, uh, drow are kind of known as known as bad, but you can be a good one. You know, tieflings are known as bad, but you can be a good one. All of that stuff is just some baked in D and D bullshit that just hasn't been, uh, uh, you know, they didn't analyze it, they didn't interrogate it, they didn't investigate it any further, mm-hmm. and then that has led to th- like th- this situation now. And it probably was like some relatively minor tweaks, which is why it kind of feels lazy. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it makes me kind of get it. That's what makes me. That's what makes me the most annoyed about the whole situation. Yeah. It really feels like the 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 bar was like the bar for what our expectations were mm-hmm. would have been extremely low, yeah. and like a couple of like you can stick it to the racists 
dialogue mm-hmm. options would have been fantastic yeah. you know what yeah. i mean because like, i found that like a lot of the time i i was just kind of like okay cool so i'm just gonna kill these people right like you know and there wasn't mm. even a question to me i don't know like mm. <laughs> just very odd yeah. and and i think people a lot of people give the example of like the druid grove right yeah um so i mean num- I, I, well number one as well if you're going to like try and make me not kill a character maybe don't have them spoiler like threaten to kill a child as well and yeah. also because the child mm-hmm. happens to be of the, of the race that you do not like yeah like wild stuff but like i yeah. think like in one yeah. in some of my early playthroughs as well because i played this game for a long time i just murdered them all because i was like yeah okay you know? and i think <laughs> well, i think this is i think this is a really this is really interesting right because i think that there is you know this is something where i think D D or no sorry ttrpgs are better in this instance right mm. because you have the flexibility to kind of yeah. like read the room to get a to get a beat on like where people are prepared to go how mm. deep you want to go into something all of those things which mm. actually jerry one of the articles that you, you said over tools. was you know basically like how th- the game itself is almost like limited by the fact that you don't have a dm you mm. don't have mm-hmm. this kind of endless amount of imagination that you can draw from to then get you you know that extra like yeah to kind of like give you that extra option that one extra option that you don't have that actually probably makes the more compelling story or at least the more uh you know interesting story for you as an individual which is kind of the point of ttrpgs mm-hmm. so i i definitely agree there that i think it is held back in that sense in the sense that like you know that's where i kind of feel like maybe like the call is to not include it because mm-hmm. you just you're never going to have i think if you include racism in a game uh where you have all these choice options you're never ever ever going to make a game that satisfies everyone in that respect no. like you're never gonna you could literally give a million different like mm-hmm. uh like choice trees from like one racist encounter and i guarantee you that like there would it would be upsetting or uncomfortable for people like do you know what i mean i just don't yeah. i don't think there's a way that you get around around that in a game where you don't specifically tell a very specific story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, think, I think in a linear game, you can do that, mm-hmm. but I don't think you can do that with a, a game a that gives choice. you this kind of cho- uh, choice trees because you're, go- you're basically saying to the player, you have choice, you have the ability to negotiate the situation how you want to, but not quite how you want to, or not quite yeah. in the way that would make it satisfying for you uh, or, or kind of rewarding for you to having, have maybe like, you know, dealing with something that is difficult for you as an individual mm-hmm. I, I i do oh, have i mean ahead. i've been banging the drum for it for years now disco elysium has racism in it but i say it does a better job of dealing with it because you can choose to mm. be in that game you can choose to be racist or you can choose to be anti-racist and if you choose to be mm. racist your companion characters are like hey you're an idiot and the game itself repeatedly tells you hey you're an idiot like there's a character cool. in that game mm. just named the racist <laughs> lorry driver you, you never even find his he's just a racist yeah and it's like Amazing, open yeah. like there's multiple instances of like seeing racism from different people and engaging with yeah. it in different ways and if you do choose to engage with it in certain ways characters who the game very clearly intends for you to like will be like dude what is wrong with you and yeah. we'll like and you'll have <laughs> yeah. they will have yeah, conversations and it will affect your gameplay experience in various ways and then you mm-hmm. can also just choose yeah. to be like no i disagree with you and 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 make fun of those people uh 
again, it's not like a major, major plot point in that game to the same extent because you don't race is not like central to the narrative in the in the way that it is yeah. much more central to the journey of some of the characters in Baldur's Gate three. Like, I don't even know. I feel like the option of killing all of the druids is a very interesting one. I don't know if I would like that's not the, the way that I wanted to go because I didn't get the in- impression that all of them were even racist per se <laughs> like some yeah, of them are just no, like we don't agree uh we don't agree with, yeah. with that person it's 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 a it's a tough one because like uh, i think i think i was incensed immediately because i was like well obviously i'm on the side of the, of the tieflings like no question because and then i was like and then i was confused because i was like aren't aren't druids supposed to, like usually druids are kind right. and loving and welcoming and mm. i was like what, what's going on here um and and you can blame once again, spoilers, the head of, well, the the stand-in head of the Druid Grove, who is mm-hmm. kind of, like, poisoning things a little bit. But, like, if you attack her, if you, you know, pick a fight with her, then all of the other Druids are going to ba- back her up. So it's like, what am I going to do? That's the know? problem. Like, you should be yeah. able to talk to the ones who dissent. And yeah, there's exactly. a, there should be options where they're like, look, okay. Maybe we should. Because uh, there are people who are like openly saying yeah. I'm really not comfortable with this to you, yeah. but yeah. they're not and they're like, like oh, yeah. maybe bring back house in. And I'm, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'll do it. Cool. But like uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just off. It's just yeah, there does not yeah. seem to be an option where like you don't just reinstall a new leadership from you don't mm-hmm. go and get the other because pr- even going to get Halson is like you have to mm-hmm. go fight a bunch of goblins. And again, the way the goblins yeah. are depicted is absolutely boilerplate yeah. fantasy. Oh, they're just a bunch of little monsters. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think I think this is a really this is the interesting uh, kind of hitting on like one of the interesting things here and i think the comparison to disco elysium is the right one to make because what we have here effectively and i think we'll sort of maybe start to kind of wrap this part of the conversation up and i'll give you guys obviously a chance to you know if there's anything else you want to say but um i think that for me what this boils down to is that your the perfect example you gave there jeremy of disco elysium which is that this game very very distinctly and definitely gave a a chose to gave us like give a stance on racism within the game and how they were going to tackle racism within the game and this is where i feel like larian has ultimately made its biggest mistake mm-hmm. is that i don't think they had a company-wide stance on racism within the game mm-hmm. you know what i mean they did not have a directive because i do think that it you know quite often can happen you'll see it within games all the time where you'll come up on this like one mission that just feels hella tone deaf mm-hmm. and really weird and not like the rest of the game mm-hmm. and you're like Hmm, what is this? Who and usually this? it's just because these games are so disparate. They're so huge. Mm-hmm. They're over so, like, there's so many different people working on them. I mean, you have all of the cinematic stuff. And this, by the way, I just want to clarify, I'm not making any exclusives here. I'm merely making the point that it can happen that you have the odd, you know, mission or thing that maybe doesn't feel quite as connected in the same way the others do because things can fall through. But what what, what those games do have is a very clear directive mm-hmm. that that one you know, team has then missed. And I think that's quite clear to me. There was a very firm directive on things like homophobia, on, you know, uh, gender identity, all of those things, which is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. But there was not the same directive when it came to dealing yes. with race within a fantasy game. And my instinct is that that wasn't a prevalent conversation happening when yeah. this game was sort of conceived. I think that there was that conversation and there had been that conversation happening for a long time around homophobia and the way that well, we talk about, uh, you know, 
uh, uh, you know, the, the gender conversation. Well, even but that feels actually where it's slightly strange. I think the gender conversation mm. feels like an even newer discussion, and mm. yet we've got yeah, so we, exactly. we've done much better in that respect. Mm. Um, so that I would mean, be my that that's my ultimate issue with the game is it feels like mm. there was no clear directive from the top of being like this is the way we're going to handle it. It's not that we can't have it. But if we have it, there's a very clear reason as to why it's in there. And we've got to make sure that all the options are locked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that we have to go for all oh, the nice options where you get to be a good person and this. That doesn't have to be the case. But it's like we, as the game, have to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have to make it very clear that we have an opinion on racism. And it is, you know, this. So if the character or the other characters choose to make decisions that you know that like that portray in that way we very clearly say we don't like this you know this person sucks whatever you know what i mean that the the uh that there is and there's consequences or whatever like like you said within disco elysium because i think that that's the that that's what it feels like it's it's really missing for me and and like i said i think just quite upsettingly it just feels kind of just a bit lazy which is a shame. the, the mo- more annoying of the of the things i'm just mm-hmm. like just, just do better it's right, right there yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. But uh, you guys, what, what, what's your kind of closing thoughts? I, uh, you know, wh- anything else that you wanted to uh, uh, throw out about how you feel about this situation before we talk about the stuff we do like about the game? But I feel like, like we've said, the um, ethnicity percentage over in Belgium, I think, is probably more one-sided than, you know, like perhaps people who are gender non- non-conforming. You know, so maybe they they were able to like have people working at Larian who who understood that like aspect of things and and maybe also weren't straight. So perhaps that is where this discrepancy lies. Mm, mm. But also consultants are a thing, mm-hmm. you know. So like, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's why it feels lazy to me. You yeah, know what I mean, it's just exactly. like it's not like they didn't have access. They could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And like, it's, it's, you know, it's worth saying that like Ghent is a big student town. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if a lot of people who worked at that studio were like recent students mm-hmm. who maybe were having conversations about things like homophobia and gender. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe not the most diverse uh, uh, kind of crew of people. Because mm-hmm. um, the other thing that I will say, like having made games, it's like, even for like the actors or the directors, it's so disparate that I can almost guarantee you that none of this would have felt problematic when recording those mm-hmm. lines and doing those things. Like, like I've been in, I, I couldn't tell you half of the stuff that I said, I've said in multiple video games because I have, you get given absolutely zero context right. for what you're mm. saying. Like absolutely none. Right. Yeah. Like, unless I'm saying like something overtly like, you know, Oh, I fully, I, I fully believe that all tieflings are, evil and mm. deserve to be killed you know what i mean yeah. like unless i'm saying something like that there's zero way that i even know mm-hmm. the context by which this like this scene is happening mm-hmm. and that's the same for the like voice directors it's mm-hmm. probably the same for some of the cinematic directors it's that that's why i kind of made the point of it needs to be it needs to be a directive from the absolute top mm-hmm. because they're the only ones with even the faintest overview of this game mm-hmm. like you just don't get that if you're an actor or a director or yeah. you know none of them would have had any clue 
You know what I mean? I'd, yeah. I'd probably be pretty horrified if some of the lines that I'd said were in these scenes, but there's tr- truly nothing I would have known or could have done about it. Mm. Yeah. Unati's in this game. I haven't found them yeah, yet. Yeah. Unati's in this game, oh, yeah, but they're the in way, it. Yeah. yeah, I haven't found them either. <laughs> they are, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeremy, what you got? Um, yeah, I completely agree. I think looking at uh, y- the fact that where they're from, uh, not again, not just Belgium. I think this is, I've experienced this around Europe, even among more progressive leaning yeah. people. Mainland Europe. It's just, yeah. it's just ignorance i don't really give much slack in terms of well the conversation was my man like my brother in christ when was the so when was the civil rights movement in the united states it's been how long you all have heard of martin luther king jr right like you've heard of this like some of these 12 uh, years a of slave times. maybe yeah. that was was that released in this country like did you have y'all like it's i see it as a reason i don't see it as an excuse i see it as like mm-hmm. yeah no, like, no, no, i don't no, know yeah, what i was sure. i wasn't expecting much different but at the same time i'm like y'all could have y'all could have easily done better and hopefully they learn mm. from that particular aspect and move forward um i will say and actually uh, there's a couple of i think interesting examples of this even further um to make to make my central point which is you can include certain things that are very distasteful or very painful as long as you actually engage with them in an like like yeah. you said jasper you need to engage them with with them from a point of view i know that you've mentioned that your favorite game of all time is fallout new vegas and that's a game that has mm. different that is a western first of all it's a western mm. game uh mm. in the western genre leans pretty hard into it uh it basically for the most part seems to eliminate the issue of race almost entirely mm. uh there's people of yeah all different races who are part of every faction. Um, and it basically never gets brought up. Uh, the only, the elements yeah. of racism that get brought up are with the super mutants and, and ghouls. And even that is a mm. lot more like you see ghouls living amongst other people and by and with a few exceptions, most people don't really seem yeah. to care. Um, yeah. but there, and even if, and even if people do care, it's like, normally those people, you're like, the game is kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, look, these people have a problem with ghouls. Kind of weird, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like, yeah. So it, it makes a point. And like you said, it engages with it. Yeah. That's the, that's the important. And it has elements yeah. of, uh, very prominent elements of slavery and even sexism mm-hmm. in some of the factions. But again, that is very blatant and they confront you with it and say, this is what these people oh. are doing. Dude, if you're going to align a, with this them, is a, this is what you're aligning yeah. with. This is a tiny tangent, but I, I never forget playing Fallout 3. I, I can't. You, you might be re- remember because you might have played it more recently than I have, but there's a place called like the Crystal Falls or something. It's basically like a slaver camp. It's like the, oh, wow. the biggest slaver camp in Fallout 3. I had the wildest experience, the, like one of the first times I played through Fallout 3, where I got to this slaver camp. Dude, I was like, cool, there they are. I'm going to get these fuckers. <laughs> I had everything. I was locked and loaded. I had grenades. I had all the ammunition. I was ready to go. And I walked up and they were like, hey, friend. And I was like, what the f-? <laughs> like?" And then I went, paused the menu, scrolled across to my karma. And basically, without thinking, I just stolen loads and loads and loads <laughs> of stuff. Oh, no. So I was like, my karma was like the devil. <laughs> so all these slavers were like, hey, friend. And I was like, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> That's because it I, not, all the wikis and stuff that I'd found. It said like when you approach, they'll almost certainly attack you on sight. Uh, and I, was, I walked up, and they were just like, "Hey, friend, know really, how really you funny. doing?" And I was like, "No." 
<laughs> Time to get some good karma, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she, as I started killing them, my karma was just like, bidding, 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 like nice. going back up again. Yeah. I'm yeah. about oh to repent God. for my sins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fully. But it was just because I kept stealing things. I just hadn't clocked at all. I was like, oh, stealing things. My karma got out a tiny bit. between stealing things and slavery. Uh, <laughs> what is slavery if not stealing if a person? If you steal enough, if you steal yeah. enough, live. Stealing a person is freedom. I guess freedom. so. Uh, but even that is a point of view that's like, oh, you're a terrible person. Therefore, these other terrible people are like, oh, hey, bud. We're going to like you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then absolutely. by comparison, even further on the Disco Elysium point, when there are racist things, they are very frequently rendered in a humorous way where it's like a weird exaggeration. Mm. So like there's a point where you find you can go through the trash and you can find a mug that has a racist depiction. It's like a racist mug. And I think he even says, like, this is a racist mug. But it says, mm -hmm. like, this is a culturally insensitive depiction of a such and such person. And then you can have a number of dialogue options. And one of them's like, oh, this is trash. And you throw it back in. One of them is mm -hmm. like, oh, this, this racist mug might be evidence. And then one of them is like, what a perfectly reasonable representation of a such and such and such and such person. <laughs> and it's like, it's done in such a way oh, that it, the game has already told you that this is not mm -hmm. the case. So it comes across yeah. as being humorous. And, and a lot of those options end up coming across as being humorous rather mm -hmm. than uh, rather than just like, oh yeah, I guess you're just a racist. But it's mm -hmm. like, whenever that, even it's possible to be a fascist in the game. And the way the game makes fun of fascism is like from the moment that it offers you that option, it's like this is very misogynist. This is a hateful, misogynist, fearful point of view. And you can choose it, but we're telling you right now that this is You're a bad. Person. Yeah, we disagree <laughs> with this option. Uh, mm -hmm. And. Yeah, there were some people, I, like like you said, Jasper, you can't please everyone. There are some people who are like, well, having mm -hmm. that option at all is is bad and offensive. Is, bad. is inherently bad. And yeah. I would say, uh, I think that's a perfectly valid way to engage in the sense that I don't want to engage with media that does this. So if you're like, oh, I don't want to engage with media that depicts slavery. I don't want to engage with media that depicts misogyny. Okay, I think that's fine. Don't do that. But I don't think that yeah. it is inherently wrong to show those things as long as you do it from mm -hmm. not just any point of view, but if you no. need to have a one of the you need to have a point of view and do something. You need to have a stance. Yeah. yeah, take yeah. a stance. Yeah, we may disagree Don't with the just, stance, but yeah, uh, yeah. And it feels like Larian just sort of not really thinking reproduced, like we've said, all that stuff mm -hmm. that was already in the game. And then by the time it may have occurred to them, like, oh, wait a minute, uh oh, like the closest the closest thing that I've had to where I was like, oh, that's nice, was there's a, an encounter you can have with a deep known character. And one of the dialogue options is, oh, hey, you're pretty far from home, aren't you? You should be in the Underdark. And if you say mm -hmm. that, the gnome's like, dude, you know, we live like in other places, right? Yeah, we don't all have we don't have to live in the Underdark. And it's kind of like, oh, mm. huh. <laughs> Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay, uh, cool. No, you right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you right. You right. More of that, um, I think, would be nice. Where like characters would be like, "Hey, yeah. I don't appreciate that," and then maybe your character can meaningfully change to be like, mm -hmm. "Oh, hey, yeah," I, and you start to get dialogue options that are like, "Yeah, don't be mean to my such and such. don't be mean to my gif Yankee mm -hmm. friend." Like, I get mm -hmm. that you you have issues with their culture, but you don't know this person. Like, let's you yeah. know yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I completely agree. So I think because I think that it's yeah, it's a it's a complicated subject, and it's in the sense that it's so it's always just so hard talking about these things, especially when you just have like zero uh, understanding of like what went into the creation of this game, and like you know, like 
but I think we can just all agree, given how sensitively they've handled certain aspects of the game, yeah. that's where I think it, for me, it feels like particularly irritating mm-hmm. yeah. that then others feel so tone deaf. Yeah. It's, it's the criticism that I've seen in the LGBTQ community of people of color saying like, yo, all you white uh, queer people, you, it's like you don't care about us. It's, it's this thing that mm. I've observed a lot in those conversations that like there's a clear division, mm. not only in feminism between uh, feminists of color and white feminism, but also within uh, the queer community of queer people of color and white queer people where there's like that racism mm. thing. The divide. Yeah, where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, we made a game that's really welcoming and LGBTQ friendly. And then people of color are like, yeah, but you also put a lot of racism into it. And they're like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well maybe that's it. Maybe you can only do one. Maybe you <laughs> yeah. can only make, <laughs> that's you, can only, you can only nail one <laughs> side of this. Maybe that's what it is. Oh wait, no. What am I doing here then? Examples <laughs> <of people>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Liv is a walking example Liv that you can do deeply homophobic. <laughs> we, we cut it all out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Liv is oh, no. <laughs> You'll know. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Um... So if we shift gears a little bit, I yeah. think uh, talk about some of the things that we've uh, enjoyed playing through the game. I <laughs> think that the, mm-hmm. like you said, Jeremy, I think the my initial takeaway, the first thing that I, I think I might even have even said this to you when I after I played it, which was just like I couldn't quite believe how close mm-hmm. to the experience of playing fifth edition mm. yeah. you know definitely like the earlier times that i played fifth edition because i don't think i ever play like a a quote-unquote normal game now mm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean it, it, you know set in any kind of location like this but um i definitely felt like it felt so close mm. right like like to the you know just how like silly the game will allow you to go with certain situations yeah. like mm. truly just like so off the rails and like the idea that they have dialogue trees for every single animal <laughs> it's I know, just I know, wild I to me like absolutely it. wild sometimes i'm literally like i'm gonna treat myself and drink an animal like an animal communication um a, a potion before i go to bed potion, and, talk yeah. to my, and talk to my little uh spoilers owlbear friend uh <laughs> yeah. you know and yeah oh, it's good and my little doggo friend oh Great, great stuff. Yeah, I, I specifically yeah. gave Will uh, the invocation that would let him cast beast, beast speech at will, so Very I could good. talk to all the animals. Yeah. Very oh good. yeah, yeah. I picked a druid mostly because I wanted to <laughs> a turn into animals and have speak with animals at will. Mm-hmm. Like My that next was a, playthrough. 
I'm going to do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was exactly. a big, big, big fan of that. Mm-hmm. So I guess, uh, yeah, just like, what, like what are, um, well, actually, no, one thing I am interested to ask you guys, how did you feel about, how do you feel the game mechanics of, um, the, the combat, you know, this, the, the, I think you said it earlier, Jeremy, like the, the mini game of combat, mm, yeah. right. Uh, like how do you feel like the, that translates? Because I will say this real quickly, which is just that, weirdly some of the things that people have not enjoyed i really enjoyed which Mm. is that i loved the fact that i kind of dived straight into this very complicated game Mm. and knew exactly what i was doing Mm. that was really enjoyable for me as an experience Mm. so i'm wondering just how you felt like that in terms of because normally i get into combat with a new game and i'm like and i feel like a granddad i'm like um the x button does what you know what i mean (laughs) and then i'll and i'll go watch a a twitch stream and there's this kid like doing the 14 button mega combo and i'm like Mm. oh right i'll never be able to (laughs) Uh, so i enjoyed jumping into a game and be like oh i know what i'm doing this is good yeah uh as somebody who doesn't play a lot of video games but does play a lot of DD, i found that really fascinating i think they did a pretty Mm. solid job it felt like it feels like the uh, just a very ruthless way of being like this is the setup this is the scenario a lot of the combats are very modular and engaging like you can go through the same Mm. combat multiple times and sometimes npcs will be in different spots and it's very different there's a things, lot yeah. of creative ways that you can approach it uh dipping weapons and stuff blowing certain things up setting traps getting care like positioning maneuvering focusing attacks uh there's a lot of really really cool options um i think that the i think that um for me that i my i guess my criticism of it is that I play a lot of D&D and I'm like, oh, okay. I basically know what most of these things already do, except they've changed a few of them a little bit. But I don't mm. think the game does a very good job of like introducing new players. Because if, you, if mm-hmm. you've never played any D&D before, you're just in combat and there's very little. The, the tutorial, in, at least in my experience, did not give much of a, hey, this is what this menu does. This is what this attack does. This is what this does. This is what that does. This, If you're going to play yep. this particular sub uh, uh, sub uh, class or subclass, this is what it's good at. Like there's very little yeah, breakdown of the, guidance. Of the different classes might have been good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also I think there's like hotkeys, for instance. So like, many. Oh, this is this is how you turn on the, uh, like what enemies conceive you, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Which like, if you're a rogue, will like appear for like two seconds as you click the hide button and you realize you're stood right in the view of someone and mm. you're like oh right okay well i didn't i wouldn't have done that if i'd have realized mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like little things like that i definitely think it could have been clearer because there's yeah. a lot of times where i'm like how is this working this is slightly and also i don't know if you ha- have you, either of you played a paladin yet no yeah because i was thinking about how the smites work because obviously in D yeah. you can add the smite on after you've seen the roll mm-hmm. obviously you don't really see the rolls so do you have to add smite before you hit um i believe so there's a so i've got shadow i'm quite high level now and shadow heart has gotten like a a, a clerical smite or whatever um uh-huh, and uh-huh. you can a, a pop-up basically comes up like hey would you like to add on your smite mm-hmm. so that's oh I so assume... it does it gives you the option after the roll yeah yes yeah that's oh cool. it also okay. does that, that was, i just wanted to double check it also does that with uh uh what is deflect missile if you're a monk uh if somebody yeah. once you have that ability if somebody targets you it will pop have a pop-up will come up and say dennis is about to take damage would yeah. you like to Do you catch it and then you have the option if you reduce the damage to zero it comes again and says hey would you like to spend a key point to throw this back yeah throw yeah. back yeah okay. yeah, yeah there's nice. counter spell as well you can choose like uh it shows you what level the spell is which is which is quite Ooh. fun um yeah and then it's like would you like to use your third 
the fourth or fifth level counter spell for this. And I'm like, right. yes, I, so yes, I would. Yeah, because yeah, I do think some of the changes that they made as well um, kind of have, have like made sense. And like, it definitely feels like they've given more like one of the things actually jeremy we called out a lot when we did our class deep dives um was like you know how how like the dm has to work a little bit harder to make the martial classes feel as kind of like tangibly Mm. kind of awesome (laughs) um Mm -hmm. as as some of the the spell casters and i do feel like it does a pretty good job with making some of those melee classes feel like they have more Mm. stuff like the dip i think like the dip option is a really really simple one Mm -hmm. and just the way that you can use the environment like you know oh there's there's like something dangling above their heads i can absolutely shoot shoot that and knock it down and you know whatever Mm -hmm. it is and do damage or there's some grease on the floor i'm gonna try and set that on fire oh you know Mm -hmm. things like that i think is is um does make a a, quite a big sort of difference and like even just the other day like literally i was like oh i can cast grease and then set that on fire yeah Yeah, right it's great (laughs) and i was like this does loads of damage or or special (laughs) limited melee attack options that are like oh Mm -hmm. you can do this and it'll cause somebody to bleed uh it'll cause a gaping yeah or like or like or they they they, they, like uh it'll give it'll reduce their movement speed so they can't get to someone else you know stuff like that i think it like depicts like feats very very well as well like they've had to like change a few things up but like Mm. sentinel is is a great feat to have Mm. um it's really useful mobile um mobile mobile um is mobile, also mobile mobile, mobile. Um, yeah mobile it's also oatmeal? really um oatmeal indeed <laughs> it's good it's cool. good basically well, we know water. how to pronounce um, that word now also um because I, I played it in early access i was quite worried that they weren't I, I i thought that they hadn't really they didn't know much about the combat system because like they had like for example Shadowheart and lazelle could like bonus action hide and i was like oh, okay oh. i'll do this but mm. i don't think it's correct um but then you get to like you get to now and then they've just like rejigged all of that and mm-hmm. like it, it's like oh no you can't do that unless you're a rogue and I'm like okay they know what they're talking about cool yeah 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 yeah. that's yeah. definitely that's yeah definitely the combat good. is um the combat is fun. Some classes, uh, I think, yeah. some classes and subclasses got major boosts. I've I've heard mm. from people mm. that uh, the way of the four elements monk is so much better in this. I've heard it's actually very good. <laughs> okay, that's good because, like, yeah, we've said so often how much the original mm. version, yes, the, the version we have in TTRP sucks. Yeah, <laughs> so that's good. I love um, I love the environmental in uh, like you were talking about Jasper, mm. the environmental mm. interaction aspects. There's, for example, I was in a fight with a bunch of giant spiders and there was a scene mm-hmm. there were there were sections of webs that they were crawling on and yeah. i had already known that you could sort of use fire to burn webs and i was hoping that if i used burning hands while mm-hmm. one of the big spiders was on a section of webs and hit the spider i could damage the spider and the web and the spider would fall through and, and it did out. and it did massive damage and i felt really yeah. good uh, it like it, like it lets you figure things out. It's really cool. So satisfying. Like, yeah. You know. Have you have you seen the Albert Slam thing as well? Oh, it's like no. so. Okay, so this is so apparently this is the move that will get you the most damage. Oh, I have in seen this. Game. Yep. No, I have seen this. Yeah, and it is amazing. So basically, you need to get uh, your druid up to like a high point uh get them to wild shape into an owlbear because obviously since the dnd movie you can do that now mm. um they've suggested using the box stacking trick as a way of getting the mm. owlbear up high <laughs> then basically what you do is you cast enlarge 
on the owlbear oh. and then you the owlbear has like a leaping slam attack oh thing gosh. and you can basically jump off like an obscenely high platform and like smash things and it basically uses the actual weight of the owlbear in an enlarged form to calculate the damage yeah. <laughs> and it's obscene yeah like, it's like oh it's God. like it's like hundreds and hundreds of damage. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm literally just watching uh, one of them now, and it's called um, it's called Owlbear from the top rope. Oh, yes. from the top rope. That's it. That's what it's called. I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so oh good. That God. was like that's like the coined name for the move. But they were like, but Larian was like, yeah, I think we're like oh, this is definitely up there. But there might be one or two others that are like this, and like people just haven't found it yet. Mm. I oh. love that. Like that. I'm like, mm, that's that. Like I like I would I will I could happily spend hours yeah. just trying to figure out what mm-hmm. those like what that move is there are also a few bugs that i've noticed that have been interesting i'm yeah. playing as a halfling <laughs> i don't think they really spec much in to be able to like i don't know that they put into the they coded in the, the halfling can look down so when as a halfling i've been trying to interact with a squirrel i'm still looking <laughs> i can look up and i can look straight ahead and but my <laughs> eyeline is completely yeah. off whereas if i'm playing a taller character they'll look down at the squirrel my halfling yeah. will just stare off into space. It couldn't possibly be anything smaller than a halfling. Yeah, Surely not. exactly. No. That's literally what happens. Uh, so another funny. one, and this one, this one's less funny. This one, I'm like, oh come on. I I made oh, no. I made one, uh, my fighter NPC because I won't I won't spoil things. But I made my fighter NPC a battle master, and I was like, oh commanding mm. strike. It totally fits with their personality. They'd be ordering people around. Mm. Plus, it's a cool thing. And if they're out of position, they can order one of the other melee characters to attack. And it just flat out. I either I'm doing it wrong or it doesn't work because uh, every time I have tried it, it'll be like, yeah, you did it. And then I won't be able to make the attack with the other character. It won't let me use the reaction. Mm. And I've had, I, I, when I was streaming it, my friend looked it up and apparently a bunch of people have had the same problem mm. that nobody really knows how to make that particular yeah. move work. And that's a shame. Hopefully they'll update that. Yeah. That's yeah. A shame. I've yeah. had um, a bug where, um, so I'll do like a whole battle and like you'll have like, you know, random NPC allies, not like your party, but like other allies who help you fight. And then I I do nothing at the end of the fight. And then a split second later, they turn against me and start attacking me for no reason. And I'm like, I thought we were friends. What is happening? And then like, I went back and like, um, like redid the fight. I had to redo it. And then they were like, oh, hey, bud, what's up? Like, it was just a glitch where they just kind of like were like, Whoa, oh, you like, wronged me, you know? Is oh. it like you accidentally like like catch one of them for like one point of damage or something? Do you know what I mean? Like on the know. edge of a spell and they Maybe, just Maybe, but like it literally, you know, when it's like combat has ended and everything goes back to out of combat mode, it would be like a split second and then oh you're in combat again. Like what why? Why? Whoa. <laughs> That's wild. spicy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. spicy. I have I have not gotten to the end game yet. I'm still in Act One, but I have heard from my friend who's finished the game that it becomes it's already challenging even as like a D&D veteran mm. apparently it becomes stupefyingly hard in late game like really? this is yeah. i will read you what he said i don't i don't know that this is an actual mm-hmm. spoiler i don't know that it actually is but it's like oh you have four level 12 characters which is the level cap in the game level 12 mm-hmm. well let's throw six spell casters at you that have bo- bone chill which is what chill touches in the game and and blindness and slow so you're debuffed like crazy then throw 10 fighters who can action surge and they're also mm-hmm. fighting alongside a boss and a mini boss for the sake of yeah. balance 
And I'm like, man, it sounds like one of my combats. This is, this is, <laughs> yeah, really is that that's, yeah, that sounds very much like that's yeah. a, that's the Jeremy Cobb combat right there. That sounds yeah. like the end of Outlaws and Obelisks, mm. uh, to be honest. Yeah, that's like, I, uh, this is a little out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How dare tough. they? That's that's copyright, I think. Mm. I think it's copyright. Copyright. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's plagiarism. copyright. That's copyright it's, for sure. <laughs> it's plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> Copyrighted, whatever. Um, oh, that's but, funny. Uh, yeah, like, I, I did have a similar thing. But I think it's interesting as well because, like, I'm on tactician level because I'm mm. a tryhard because yeah, you're a beast, um, and because I because mm. I'm a beast, yeah, um, you're a beast. But um, uh, like, it makes you reconsider something because because I was in a, a situation where there were a bunch of spellcasters who were also like good at melee um, and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, they are just immediately the like like blinding me and like you know subduing me and stuff. So I had to go back to my camp, and unfortunately get Gale to come and help me <laughs> and give him counterspell mm. uh, so that he could help me out. And then like, yeah. And I was like, okay, we're doing well. Looks like you need a kind of, it's helpful to have a wizard in your high level party, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So sorry. I just, I can't quite get over the stank that Liv just put on Gale. That was Gale. Am I right? Oh, um, Gale. I'll talk oh, about yes. Gale more in my little Patreon <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you yeah, go. But... Find out why that stank is there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is one last thing that I wanted to bring up, which is that I do think mm. that the game runs into a problem that I think is can be lessened in actually playing D&D, &D, uh, which is that sometimes the roleplay aspects of D&D &D and the combat aspects, which can be folded in the roleplay, obviously, but the combat aspects feel like they are separate games. Like the combat is incredible, can be incredibly deep and tactical. And that's what most of the major abilities revolve yep. around. Whereas all everything else is like very tied to like insight, primarily insight and charisma or rather uh, wisdom and charisma, like yep. strength, all mm -hmm. that stuff yep. doesn't really matter as much outside of combat and sometimes outside of the game combat yeah. and it's it sometimes because of the way the game functions it doesn't it it doesn't really function in like a the story is just going to keep moving forward if you fail this like for example mm. say you mm. fight there is a this is the point where i was like oh yeah i kind of i this is this is a shame because i feel like if i was in a D, &D game this could have been different there, i'm trying to with again mm. without spoilers there's a scene where you can try to infiltrate a sanctum being run by some nasty characters and you you can attempt to talk your way into that sanctum because this sanctum is very large and has a lot of potential enemies and it, it, mm. it's early game. So it's like, you're like level two, <laughs> level three, maybe level four, try to charge in there. It's like, I don't know how this is going to go. So if you're like, Oh, I want to talk my way past them. Every time I've tried, I've talked, tried to talk my way past them. I have succeeded in on the checks, but then they respond by being like, okay, do something humiliating then in order to get in. And I'm like, well, oh, yeah. it feels out of character mm. for the people that I'm having do this to do something humiliating. And I, I don't want to do that. And so, but if I yeah. don't do mm. that, then they immediately attack and there's no recourse. Yep. There's no further yeah. check to be like intimidate them or something like that or if the combat starts i can't for example take a hostage uh, or do some kind of <laughs> bluff mm -hmm. that would cow yeah, them and yeah, or negotiate yeah, yeah. there's nothing i can do it's just i get dragged into a combat with like seven enemies and mm -hmm. that just wears me down before I even, and it's like, ah, oh, it's kind of, it kind of, it's, it's, it sucks that I'm being forced into just this position, even yeah. after yeah. having succeeded. Sometimes if I crit on the check to get in, it's still like, ah, uh, yeah, now nah, you still got to do it. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think what's interesting about this, right, is this feels like 
almost like uh, it is created a problem for itself with with how good it is you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i don't feel like we have the similar feelings about like fallout or like mm. you know any number of other like rpgs that we might play because it doesn't give us the kind of illusion of that much freedom mm. so we yeah. wouldn't ever kind of really think that there was and i think that even a game based on dnd i don't think i expected the level of freedom that the game actually eventually gave me mm. so mm. then i think it is harder to deal with and cope with when you do then come up against a wall and you're like no why why is this here mm. like i should be able to just like do some you know do a fifth or a sixth or a seventh option but i think you you know it's already there's already a yeah, stupefying yeah, amount of of hours of of uh, like you know dialogue and, and whatever else in the game mm. i don't even know how they would have got around that yeah. you know as a, as a concept and the way that that's you know mitigated I mean? in D is the dm can step in and be DM like is a, i recognize yeah. what you're doing let's say that okay say the same characters the same scenario happens where they're like we really want you to do this again even if a combat starts there's other options and i that's one of the things where it's like oh i this is unfortunately this is kind of an issue with the way that the game functions that can be smoothed over they can be merged more into each other by a skilled dungeon master uh but unfortunately the game just like you said, there's they can't cover everything. And so you do yeah. come up against yeah. a point where either you have to make a role play decision that you don't think this character would normally make or you suffer yeah. consequences that could prevent you from progressing through the game. It, as I, as we're coming to what I assume is the end of the episode, I'm not sure, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just yeah. wanted to... That's true. to uh, okay, yeah. cool. Oh, amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, Liv wants to get out of here. Liv wants to get out of here. Liv's, Liv's, no, Liv's I, wanna, I want, Liv's, uh, wanted to make sure I got this question in before Liv's, we, you, we got to the You end. have stuck two middle fingers up to me. No, and I didn't. in the chat just put, I need to leave. No, you've a liar, You didn't need to call like that There's like 14 E's. Yeah, I expressly didn't read out that. I've got nowhere to go except to go and play more. It's super hard. It's a homophobic. I was gonna say it's it's not. It's not. I was gonna say it's not a slur. It's just really mean. (laughs) It's just really mean. Liv was like one black halfling and two black numpties, and I was like, oh. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, that's, that's so just mean, like, Liv. that's so wholesome. Oh, what a wholesome way <laughs> Wholesomely to like, dunk mean. on someone. She won't stop calling us plums. No, <laughs> you're my little plums. You're my little plums. It's a bunch of plums. I knew a dude from Grimsby, and it, it, it never cracked me up more than when he'd be like, he's a fucking plum. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good insult. Yeah. It's a good insult. Honestly. honestly, calling someone a plum is extremely funny. <laughs> like, objectively. Yeah. Like, you can't say that seriously. Especially just, with that accent, just too. A plum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. A plum. You're a plum. Oh, British accents are great, honestly. I'd say he was um, doing it with a plum, to be yeah, honest. Hey. Like, uh, yes, Liv, sorry, please. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was good wordplay. Um, I was just going to ask, what you know, each of us, what, char- what like, character stuff. Who are we hitting on? Stuff, yeah, yes. I was going to ask this: What character classes we're playing, and mm. like what our characters are, um, who we're romancing, and who's in our party? Yeah, yeah. start us yeah. off, Liv. Sure. sure, 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 sure. Sure, yeah, go for it. Um, let's do one by one. I'll, I'll say that I'm playing my blue water ganassi that I always play. Or once again, there are no water ganassis in the game, which is a shame. So I just made a blue half elf. Mm. Um, <laughs> but like, sure. you know, it, it, you know, it, it, I say that same, she's same. yeah, and she's she's. I say that she's got elven blood anyway in, in my game when i play her um but anyway um sure. and i and she's like a multi-class uh currently she's like uh six levels in bard and four levels in rogue hmm. um and Dope. what subclasses yeah, and uh yeah oh subclasses um she is a 
uh, Law Bard mm. because she's a she, she would Funny. be glamour, but they don't have glamour, mm. and she's an assassin rogue because they don't have swashbuckler. Yeah. So that's what I've gone with. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. But I will say as well, playing a bard in this game, so many amazing options mm. as a bard. Like, mm. uh, like it's it's such like it's like yeah, next level gameplay for me. Like I, I love charisma characters anyway, but like it's like it really gives you t- like times to shine because mm. you have a charisma character. Nice. Yeah. What are the bard yeah. subclasses yeah. that you can play in the game? Um, I believe you've got like a uh, song sword singer. Is it sword singer? Oh, swords. swords. Yeah, swords. swords. Yeah. Uh, swords. I think valor as well. Valor is in there. Yeah, oh, valor great. and also uh, yeah, I and think. then also Let me lore. Check. I'll make fan. Yeah. Uh, I'll look this up whilst we. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And who are you romancing? Oh, um, oh, why don't we go go along and and Jeremy oh, I see. We'll, yeah. And then we'll do that that one afterwards. Right, okay, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll, yeah, I'll go. jump in with mine. I'm playing Dennis Colspring, the namesake of the podcast. He is the original Black Halfling uh, that I could yep, not yep. find mm-hmm. art to represent way back in the day, mm-hmm. way back in 2019. Um, yep. So uh, he's a monk. Uh, I've I've actually managed. I'm sort of recreating a lot of his storyline. So he started as a way of the open hand monk. He did get a hold of not slippers of spider climb, but there's slippers of spider web. Uh, it's the closest I've been able to get. Uh, so fun, yeah, he can't walk up walls, but he can walk on spider webs. So you know. Um, and he may later transition into uh, sh- uh, Way of Shadows, Monk. Uh, but that's, Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm doing. Get that teardrop tattoo, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this game does not, even though it does have a, a few very solid black hairstyle options, does not have a good afro. Uh, so I've gone with mm. the really... It's very loose. Yeah, yeah. It's very it loose. doesn't look like a black yeah. afro. It looks like... It's a real, it's a real mixed yeah. race. It's a real mixed race afro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, to us, even my afro is... Yeah, I was going to say, this it, is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's very mixed race. <laughs> the race has been yeah. mixed. It's like it's like my kind of fro, you know. Yeah, like, much like looser curls. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Much. Looser um, curls, yeah. So I went with like a dreadlock look. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm planning I'm planning to romance everyone. That's my I plan to run through this yeah. party. Uh, <laughs> that is my, wow. Dennis is Dennis Plow is fully him. planning to run through the whole party. Uh, they're gonna fall like dominoes, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> my god yeah that is, and who's it and who's wow. who who do you normally take around with you like who what, what companions yes so right now my main companions are will because he's mm-hmm. awesome and also he's yeah he's black uh yeah, yeah. Yep. i'll be honest awesome, yep. cool same, same. Dude. strong same uh soon as he turned up i was like cool this way my yeah. guy this way in the <laughs> <Yeah. best. laughs> sorry <Listen Gale>. <laughs> <laughs> honestly Fucking honestly Gale. i genuinely feel like there should have really been an option to dap him up i was kind of disappointed that no. i wasn't like okay. as soon as i saw him i was like let me just handshake this dude yeah. like let me get let me get like i just need to that's great style. uh will i have will i have a lazel and I have uh, Shadowheart because I wanted some spell nice. casting. I wanted some sturdiness. I wanted some melee that uh, Dennis mm-hmm. could fight alongside. And mm-hmm. I have uh, Will. I, I spec'd him into Pact of the Blade, which is the closest that this game comes nice. to a Hexblade. Uh, and so he's kind of a mixed caster blaster. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a great time so far. Mm. Nice. Nice. Nice, uh, nice, nice. Jasper? Yeah, I'm playing, uh, I'm playing Jamal. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, he is a halfling warlock, 
um in my head he is uh like uh, he's basically like a, a warlock he's his patron is himself mm-hmm. um because cool. we all know that jamal is actually a being of in, in, immense power yes. um yeah. and uh but he's sort of like he's just like d- kicking it with the humies for a while with mm-hmm. the with the like normal folk so he's just decided to give himself like a human avatar form uh cool. for the sake of this this adventure um and uh what am i the the old one great old I think, one yeah i want to say the great old one that makes sense. um that's my yeah, yeah it's fun that's jamal yeah. that was the closest thing i could think to to jamal as a, mm-hmm. as a as a patron um and yeah i'm also enjoying it for the same reasons there's a lot of real fun charisma based options there's a lot of fun yeah. like warlock options as well oh. just like when you see something that just looks a little nasty you know what i mean you're Ooh. just like yeah dog okay. <laughs> it's, it's quite it's quite enjoyable like you'll see some sort of like real messed up like ancient <laughs> runes that have got like clearly yeah. got some like ancient stank on them yeah. and like your warlock's just like yeah i know what this is <laughs> like i've seen yeah, this before <laughs> i'll leave this to me uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Cracks, cracks, knuckles. Just yeah, I'll, let me have a look mm-hmm. at this. Um, oh, so that's quite fun. By the way, my one of my favorite bard options was that um, there's like a bunch of people who are trying to like get something open, and they're like, "Come on, help!" And you can just literally do performance and be like, "Go on, you can do it." Come on, put your fucking back into it. <laughs> and that for some reason helps. And it's like, are you fucking kidding? And then you get that's to go so over good. and kick the door down. And it's like, great. <laughs> that's, that's, that, is ba- that is basically the Baldur's Gate 3 version of being in a TTRPG and being so hot that you help. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's effectively exactly what it is. the vibe I wanted from my character. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, sorry, yes, Jeff. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then oh, my party currently is uh, Will, uh, Asterian, and Karlak. Mm. Uh, nice. And um, I'm going to be exclusively worshiping the ground that Karlak works on, walks on, because <sighs> that's exactly where I'm at. It's yeah, exactly muscle mommy. Yeah, yeah. It's... there's no, there's mm-hmm. yep, there's just Ugh. nothing else. There's nothing else that I need. Uh, mm. It's great. Liv, you started uh... sweating again. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Uh, uh, it's a- <laughs> Wait, sorry. I'm sorry. The genuine. There was a genuine look on Liv's face then of just like actually needing to recover. That was fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got perfectly normal feelings about Karlak. Okay, I've got perfectly normal feelings, and you will find out about them on the Patreon Liv, if you go. And- is that you uh, in the poster what? with Karlak? Did you? Stop it, did you it, edit yourself? No. Into- no, I don't. No, I didn't. That's your three BH headshot. I didn't use the three BH Photoshop yeah. for this reason. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. No. No. Anyway, um, can I can I just ask you guys? Have you seen the clip? I've forgotten the guy's name, so please uh, mm-hmm. apologies. There's one streamer when. <laughs> Oh, like when yeah, Carlac exactly says when Carlac says, um, uh, just find me something to sink my teeth into. <laughs> and like, he just me! he just stares down the camera and goes, Me! Sink your teeth into me! Stick your teeth into me! I haven't seen that, but that's hilarious. It's very done very well. Jeremy, I'm gonna have to find this for you because <laughs> it is one so of good. the funny like it's such a genuine <laughs> It's so it's such a vibe. It's so instant. It's so yeah. funny. It really is so funny. Um, and I didn't mention that um uh I I normally have uh Karlak, Astarian, and Shadowheart in my party because they are my weird little uh polycule. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um sure. I I wanted to I wanted Will in there, but like the thing is is that I feel like he's been I don't know what it is. I feel like he's been toned down since early access. I don't. I really vibe with him in early access, oh. but like I think they've made changes to Gale and to Will. But I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. 
it's a, it's, it's a shame. My will did so try to hit on Shadowheart, I think, a little bit. And she was like, mm, not sure. Oh. Maybe later. And I was like, hmm. okay. okay. Ooh, man's got some Or maybe it's okay. because... Maybe it's because I'm in currently, you know, romancing Shadowheart. So that's probably, you know, maybe that's maybe that's it. Who's the <laughs> Denzel also... Washington? <laughs> my man. Mm, my man. <laughs> my man. Um, but like, uh, but yeah, I will go more in depth into my experience trying to like sustain a relationship between Karlak, Astarian, and Shadowheart. Have you succeeded uh, in betting all three? Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, Jeremy, here you go. I've just, I found the clip, so we can make this the last thing that we do. We'll just get right. Jeremy's live react to this particular clip because it is just so <laughs> enjoyable how good. unhinged my, uh, my, my man is in this, in this moment. Right. It's really, here really we funny. Go. Uh, so go see in the chat now. Fuck yes. Like, what a mood. Now I just need something to sink my teeth into. Me! <laughs> me! <laughs> sink them in me! Good content. <laughs> me! <laughs> it's the fact that he takes his glasses off and just yeah. fully eyeballs the camera. And the music comes in. Yeah. Backbreaker. <laughs> the backbreaker ability pops up. Oh. He takes a drink. Oh, good. <laughs> He takes a drink. He obviously <sighs> takes a drink. Um, yeah, and that got retweeted by uh, Larian and everything. That was a very, very funny. Uh, yeah. Very funny. They, Larian know what they're doing. On. That is yeah, phenomenal. They, they know what they're doing. They, they, it's yeah. pro I mean, Quesadia, is, I think, jack of all trades. That's the, the stream, Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the stream. That, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think, you know, closing thought, I will say this. Larian... It was genius making everyone horny in this game. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. there was there's one way. Like, you knew you what you would, and I will, and uh, I will once again reiterate publicly: if you want to see the the world uh, reacting to <clears throat> to that bear scene, um, please go and watch the original uh, clip of that because I'm sat in the second row and you <laughs> can truly right see me losing my mind. <laughs> I, I am sat. I'm truly unable to process what I'm seeing in this moment. <laughs> it, it, and we had no idea that we were on screen at that time as well. Ooh. Like, because we, all we could see clip. was just the bear. We had a camera like on on us in the mm. audience, but I didn't realize that they were kind of, they had us in a small box, uh, basically. Mm -hmm. Like if you, it, so yeah, if you find the clip, that's that from the panel from hell? You'll just see in the bottom left-hand corner, there's just a little box. And in the second row, there's just me losing my, losing my absolute mind over what we're seeing. It is very, very funny. <laughs> um, oh, but that's, I think, probably uh, about all for this week's episode. Uh, so uh, uh, Liv, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you other than mm. talking about all the horniness mm. on Patreon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should go and check that out because I'm going to be unhinged. Um, yeah, you can uh check me out over on like Twitter, uh, and pretty much every other um social media uh account I have is at Does Dark Magic. That's where I am. Um, I'm also Liv Kennedy on Blue Sky, but I I think I need to change it to Add Does Dark Magic because I'm torn between having my name on there, but also having the brand. I don't know, mm. and the synergy. You know what? It, you know what? It, you know what? How it yeah, is? Um, synergy. but yeah. <laughs> Also, um, subscribe to us on, on YouTube if you want to, uh, youtube.com forward slash three black halflings. Um, we're there. And also, I talk about all sorts of other tabletop stuff um, on youtube.com forward slash dicebreaker, where we recently did a little um, uh, live stream where we all played edgelord characters in Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, nice. And it's Ooh. very, very funny. Um, but yeah, we're all just like super edgy and it's great. Yeah. 
that's really cool. I really want them to bring in, uh, I need them to, someone to mod in a, a camera, a free camera, because mm. I really, really want to run a like proper role play stream where we can yes. kind of like have, uh, you know, be kind of cutting dynamically in between mm. like shots of our faces, like the characters' faces whilst we're like role playing, because I think it'd be extremely funny. Because basically yeah. at, at that point, I think you could effectively just make your own story, mm-hmm. um, which would be like, you know, because you could kind of skip through enough of the rest of it to kind of just fit the the dialogue as you want it or even kind of semi-mute the dialogue that's there and have stand-in dialogue i think that'd be kind of fun so um uh, so yeah someone get on that mod that please Mm. mod that uh, Jeremy, where can people find you on the internet? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Cobb one This Cobb with two B's the number one. I'm also there on Blue Sky, same name. Uh, I'm on Instagram at the Cobbmeister. Uh, and you can find me on the show, The Quantum Reactor, at Q Reactor Show on Twitter. We are wherever pods are cast. Uh, you can find me streaming, including Baldur's Gate 3, uh, on uh, Twitch, cool. twitch.tv slash Live. Come give us a follow. Uh, we're three yeah. away from our monthly our month goal of followers uh we're right on the cusp on the cusp we hit affiliate next we're i mean partner is a much longer road but we're at least trying to get to 150 (laughs) followers and we're at 147 we're right there nice Um, yeah so i've been playing Baldur's gate 3 fallout new vegas and deus ex human revolution and i might be starting a co-op stream uh a separate Baldur's gate 3 co-op stream just with some peeps so we'll see about that uh yeah uh if you want to play with me go to d3sc.com fall uh the fall Mm. cruise i'm gonna be on it sign up to play with me you can play in in utarum i'm going to be running a uh a paradox perfect one shot as well uh go sign up there nice. uh and then the last thing okay. is go check out uh project marana on roll for it the twitch tv oh. cha- uh, twitch roll for it channel uh twitch.tv slash roll for it number four uh well done for remembering the name this week thank you um i looked it up because i thought it was maybe lake marana no it's project marana i was right before uh it is yeah, yeah i'm in it uh we're playing call of cthulhu it's gonna be great uh it's we're yeah it's, it's fun every thursday uh come, come come check it out and finally this is my last thing uh i'm in the hero forge <laughs> series it's the hero forge series uh into the bellowing wilds the hero forge teamed up with uh the folks behind i think it was the into the bellowing wilds uh, uh source book um it's it's really fun uh, i'm in it uh gabe's in it um annika from hero forge is in it it was a yeah, blast yeah, yeah. if you are oh, a fan yeah. of the D- dingo doodle youtube channel uh go check it out you'll see me playing a very wholesome dad who just loves his lizard lizard son it's great Cute. hey yeah Cute. uh quantum rata you know i said that was the first one i said no 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 you did yeah. oh you did the first one i, I hit perfect. them all Fine. i hit them all baby you hit them all and you did it you did it in just over two minutes this time which was, which nice. was not bad which yes! is not bad actually that was an improvement uh, i like actually timed it i actually timed it so i was interested to see how long it would take that is a 10 percent uh, decrease that was or, no sorry we cut it down all the way down to 10 percent of what it was originally where it was like 20 minutes <laughs> i mean literally it was 20 minutes it was yeah, yeah. apologies for, for what we put ago. you through last time we we had a lot to say apparently we really <laughs> not just we, we, we should we should start sharing the we should start putting this as a part of the ad section that you can get for free on yeah. patreon just yeah. <laughs> cutting all of our insanely long plugs <laughs> yeah. because let me tell you if you think jeremy's is long now you just wait till the end of september baby because mm. i'm gonna be here for a minute yes. uh but for now all i'll say is follow me uh at jw underscore cartwright uh on all of my social medias and uh go check out uh dark dice games and feelings performance capture podcast 
uh, other stuff, other stuff. Um, <laughs> make sure you check out the show. You can follow the show at three. That's the number three black halflings. Uh, you can check out the Patreon where we're going to be doing, uh, where Liv is going to be teeing up some very, um, uh, 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 horny focused Spicy. Patreon content. Um, we also, uh, have been, me and Jeremy just recorded another JC sort of movies. Mm-hmm. There was a, uh, a warlock, uh, we finished up the warlock subclasses. Was it warlock or sorcerer? It's warlock. Warlock. Um, that's going to be, warlock it was delayed a little bit, but with, I've got everything together. It's going to be coming out probably at the day of this recording, actually. Hey, there we go. Uh, so, uh, that'll be out by the time you're listening to this. Um, and there's a bunch of other goodies on there as well. Just generally more through BH, uh, stuff. Uh, plus also you get to like vote on things that we do as well. So, uh, you should definitely check out that. Um, then last but not least, uh, make sure you check out, we have merchandise as well. You can purchase some really, really cool looking gear. And let me tell you, the jumpers are the best. Uh, I absolutely, I want to plug the jumpers because I love them. And I wear them, I literally wear my 3BH jumper like nearly every single mm. day. I love it so much. Mm, it's, uh, it's great quality. It's not like too thick. So you mm. can like, it's just perfect for like most weather. I really like it. So um, yeah, that's us for this week. I hope that you've enjoyed this conversation about Borders Gate 3. Mm. Uh, and uh, we will catch you very soon. So long, Shirefolk. So long, Shirefolk. So long, Shirefolk. I was really hoping, I was really hoping you were going to continue and go, So long, Shirefolk. So long, Shirefolk. Yay. Very good. Daniel, just put that one in. Just cut this first one, put that one in. Put that in the opening. Put that in the opening. Yes. Wait, can you, can you instead of the, Daniel, can you instead of the clips, just have Jeremy go, Yeah, I'll give you a lot. Here's a sample. Hey, Jeremy, you want to know something funny? This is we have the video. Yes, we have the video of that. Yes, and it will be going you on. You should put that media. up when it's like, "Who are you romancing?" <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's you saying like, "I'm gonna plow Feet through everyone." Jeremy. Oh my! That's the clip. That's the clip. Uh, it has to be. It has to be. <laughs>